Welcome to Everything But Small Talk. My name is Becca and I'm here with Matea. We're two best friends having deep conversations about life, relationships, and everything. Except small talk, of course. All righty. Okay, so this is this is very like a weird start to our podcast because I'm currently in my mom's closet which I know a lot of podcasters record in a closet, but I'm in my mother's closet, not even in my own, which sitting I don't even on think a dog I bed. record in my own. I'm sitting on a dog bed. This is great. What a way to start. Welcome to our first episode. This month, we're going to talk about friendships. Uh, this episode, we'll be talking about why we hate small talk. Which will inform people as to our podcast name. Yes. Everything but small talk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I told my mom that we are starting this podcast and mm-hmm. she asked what the name was. And I said, it's everything but small talk. And she was like, that's so you. Yeah. She was like, every time you call me, it's never, oh, here's the weather. It's like, Here's this deep thing that I'm wrestling with. And it's like, she's, you know, going running errands. And I'm like talking about existential crisis to her on the phone. I love that. It's so us. So yes, it's very, it's very well known that we hate small talk. Which is why we started this. Mainly because we were having all these deep conversations in various places. The car over Google Meets. On a rock side in, where were we? Prescott. Prescott. And we have all these deep conversations all the time, just hanging out as friends. And we said, why not start recording these things? That's accurate. I'm pretty sure that's exactly how we came up with it. We were just like, why don't we just start a podcast? We were at that lake in Prescott. Mm-hmm. having a deep conversation we were like I can hear it now I love it yeah I think it's very you know it's obviously not new a lot of people have podcasts but I think it's really fun for us because I would say that we're both very creative people and One thing I think that probably like sets us apart from maybe other podcasts is we, we aren't just wanting to like hit on, you know, hot button topics. Like we Mm -hmm. really want to have deep, meaningful conversation Mm -hmm. because that's Mm -hmm. what we would both agree is how you form deep connections. And Mm -hmm. that's something that's really lacking in our society and in our, you know, culture I just feel like people don't know how to, one, how to like initiate deep conversations, how to feel comfortable staying in one. And I don't know, I think just like not letting differences of opinions Mm -hmm. affect your bond that you have Mm -hmm. with others, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. But I almost feel a little bit, opposite which I know we've talked about this too where we both feel like we don't identify with the small talk like it's the opposite for us like deep conversations are where we thrive and live and 
bring us happiness and joy and relationship and small talk feels like death to me. I'll speak for myself, but that I like literally don't know how to have it. And every time I feel like I have to have it, I have anxiety because I think it's like this social norm that I'm supposed to like fall into and don't know how. And then when I choose to have deep conversations, I feel like I'm not received well. So I feel like I live in this really weird in between, which is why I think all of my friends, I've identified with people who love to have deep conversations. Yeah. Well, do you think that there's ever like a situation or scenario where small talk is useful or helpful? Um, I think we've talked about this before too. I, I think the older I get, the more I realize it is useful and helpful. Um, I'm becoming more, I think, self-aware of conversations with people and trying to meet people where they're at maybe. Um, but I still don't know how to have it. But I know you find okay, so, it valuable, right? Yeah, like I think there's certain situations where it has value, which like, okay, so I feel like we have to back up because maybe we should clarify our definition of small mm. talk or yeah. maybe just kind of elaborate on like, what is small talk to us? How does it make us feel? So why don't That's you a good like, kind of share about yeah. that? Okay. So for me, small talk is like at the grocery store when you have two, three minutes to exchange something with someone like, Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's good. When it's probably not going well. And then I feel obligated to ask, but I know I'm going to get this fake answer from them. And if I got a real answer, I'd want to stay and talk, but then there's someone behind me in line. And it just gives me all this anxiety of like, <laughs> I don't know how to navigate that. Um, that's what small talk is to me that, or like I'm calling and someone's just telling me about the surface level things in their life. Like, Oh, what, how's the weather? Or like my sports team, this, my sports team, that, but I will say those are because those are things I don't find value in what small talk right. to you. So yeah, I think of small talk as like these, like, common societal yeah norms to like start a conversation and get to know someone so like that's kind of how I would view it things like sports I you know my husband is into sports and so that's like one way that him and his friends bond right. I wouldn't consider that small talk right okay. maybe it's not yeah. super deep but I wouldn't consider that small talk However, I think sports can be a part of small talk conversation. Like, hey, did you see the game? Like, right. that's a very like, you know, random thing. But I feel like it's a normal small talk conversation. But it's, yeah, it's the, hi, how are you? Like, how's your day? You know, what do you do? Like, where are you from? Mm, it's like those mm. kind of like basic intro questions that, mm. that like, you know, you use to get to know someone. However... That's kind of like, it's uncomfortable for me mm -hmm. because it feels like you have to almost be scripted. Like, what's my, mm -hmm. what are my answers answer. for, yeah. you know, yeah. 
Yes. What are my go-to answers? And so, and which I'm sure we'll get into later, I've often struggled with the question, like, what do you do? Because Mm. my you know, job history has kind of been all over the place and it's been a point of insecurity for me. And it's like, I've had to fight against that, like that, you know, tendency of labeling my identity with what I'm doing. And that question kind of sparks that up. But so like, yeah, I feel like it's very uncomfortable. It feels very like just, you know, something you have to do, but not something that I want to do. So like, I get that there's a, but I see a purpose to it. Like when you're meeting someone, the problem for me is when say I've like, and I've had many of these where I've like known someone for a year and they literally ask me the same question every Mm. time. And I give pretty much the same answer every time because I'm like, I don't know what else to say to you. But then this is a really awkward interaction for me because I'm like, you don't really know me and I don't really know you. What are we like? This doesn't, which I feel like we're probably going to get into more anyways, but. So you're like, that's how I feel between. It's more like the difference between the frequency of those surface questions with the same people, as opposed to just like me, the random grocery store person that I'm like feeling this anxiety to interact with. Yours is like, this is a relationship that I can't define because we keep having the exact same conversation over and over and it's kind of killing me inside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think to some degree, I feel what you feel like at the grocery store, but I think that I, I don't probably feel it as strongly as you. I also think too, I'm just like, I don't know, with Blair, my I have a daughter. Her name's Blair. Uh, I feel like I'm often distracted with her anyways, that Mm. I don't think about the, oh, am I supposed to have a conversation with this person? It's normally Mm. just like, hey, like, did you bring your bags? Yes. Oh, Blair, here's here's a snack. Okay, wait, we're going to ask this Target employee if they have a sticker. Like, it's just kind of like my (laughs) mind's going already. (laughs) I don't even have time to think about potential small talk with this person. So, Mm. yeah. Interesting. All right. So what do you do with that then? So when you have, okay, minus the store one, I want to get more into yours because I think yours is a deeper reflection of small talk than mine is. Mine just (laughs) might be labeled social anxiety, but um, (laughs) like for you then, like when you have those, those conversations with those people over and over and over again, you say, I don't even know where we are um, with that relationship. How do you navigate that? Like, what kind of relationship is it at that point? Do you just keep having those fake answers? Do you try and be a little more deep and see how that person responds? Like, what is your go-to? Yeah, it's a really good question. I I mean, I think I've tried a variety of things. You know, I think that there are just, there have been some people in the past that I've just had to accept that, okay, this is just how this Mm. relationship is going to be. Like this person is just only cares about having this kind of Mm. conversation and that's fine. Um, Or maybe they don't even know how to go into deeper conversation. And so I also have to like hold that too. Like there's some people that just don't know how to. Mm -hmm. And 
I think that for them, that small talk conversation is meaningful, which mm. I don't, I have a hard time understanding because that doesn't yeah. feel meaningful for me. Right. And it's, I think it becomes difficult though. I think the most difficult type of relationship in terms of like constantly having the same small talk is family relationships mm. because right. you're regular, like, you know, if you have a decent relationship, you're going to have regular like catch up conversations mm -hmm. and it becomes challenging for me because there are times where kind of like you said, like I try and encourage the deeper mm -hmm. conversation. I try asking deeper questions, but I feel like there's two things that happen. One, it, they don't give me a deep response. And so that I'm kind of like, okay, or they just, they don't reciprocate. And so then it makes me feel like it's a very like one-sided conversation. Like, mm -hmm. do you know what I'm saying? Like it then mm -hmm. just becomes like a, oh, they start opening up and it kind of becomes like a dumping like mm -hmm. of everything mm -hmm. instead of a like, hey, let's make this a mutual mm -hmm. conversation of like, you know, what's going like what's hard in your life right now? Mm -hmm. Like what's what's really stressful for you or what are you wrestling with? It's like those kind of questions I feel like can you kind of teeter on this? Like, are you just kind of like complaining and dumping or are you actually like getting to the depths of like mm. your inner wrestling mm. of life? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Especially when you mention the family piece, because, um, like for both of us, our family doesn't live close to us. So our family relationships are mainly over the phone, if that, or this like couple times a year gatherings or get togethers. And so I think there's like part of that where it's proximity to someone, right? Like you can't right. create this like deep, meaningful relationship if you're not, at least this is what I think you and I have struggled with because we don't live in the same state right now and we've wanted to maintain our friendship and proximity is huge to relationships we've realized and so yeah it's like okay well let's up the frequency of our communication let's up the intensity or depth of our conversations so that we're actually aware of what's going on in each other's lives and I think that's something that's missing with you know your obligated family time that maybe people are not living in proximity to you um, but also you made a good point too, to say that some people just don't know how to have it. And then when you have this infrequent deep conversation, maybe it becomes more of this dumping because, which we agree, I, th I think we agree with that. You had mentioned at the beginning, it's like a societal norm to not have these deep conversations. It's to be more surface with people. And I think that we both have experienced because we ask people these deep questions and want to have these deep uh, relationships with people, I think we both experienced a little bit of the dumping where it's, okay, we listen, we ask these questions to people who maybe don't experience that on the norm. And then they open up with us, which is great, but it feels almost one-sided sometimes, which takes us to how we found each other, which is like so exciting. And for me, our relationship and finding another deep soul and like 
not wanting to have a surface level relationship or like this small talk relationship. So, um, since we are a podcast of two best friends, how did, how did this, uh, thing take off this friendship? (laughs) I, I love this story so much. I, (laughs) so we, we met at a church that we've both worked at, but I think at the mm-hmm. time I wasn't working there. Yeah, no. Um, my husband and I had just gotten onto the new campus and I had like, I'd heard about you for a long time. Like, I think a year, like I knew who you were, but I don't think we had ever met. And we had mutual friends and like mentors who were saying like, Oh my mm, gosh, like, yeah. Have you met Matea? Like, you need to meet Matea. Like, you guys would be so close. Which is not my experience, by the way. I'm like, I feel like no one knew who I was. I was off in the middle of nowhere by myself. So this is uh, eye-opening to hear. Yeah. So I just, I honestly, like, don't remember what was happening on the campus that day. But we were, like, in the lobby. It was after some kind of event. And literally you like, this wasn't our very first conversation. It was probably like our second. Cause like okay. we had like the meeting, like, hi, I'm Matea. Hi, I'm Becca. Right. The official. But yeah. The official one. But we never had that small talk. Like, hi, how are you? Like, right. where are you from? You literally just like, I think we had the, hi, I'm Matea. Hi, I'm Becca. And then to this current situation, we're in the lobby and you like almost bum rush me. You're literally getting like this close to my face and you hug me and you're like, can we hang out or like, can I, can we like text or like, when can we just like go for uh, desperation? <laughs> oh no, but I loved it so much. Cause like, it made me feel like, wow, like someone Aww. wants to like get to know me. And I did it felt it did not feel creepy. Like, okay. I don't want to get I think that. this is why we're meant for each other because everyone else listening to this is like, whoa, personal space. <laughs> but if anyone knows me, I don't really have that. So, right. So, yeah. And then I was obviously down to hang out and that's yeah. kind of. Well, then from there, I think our hangout was like at your house mm-hmm. at night, just us. Like, we didn't even meet in, like, a public place. No. And I think we've talked about, like, things with each other that I've never shared with anyone else. And I was, I was, I left and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, I don't know what to do with this. This feels different, but lovely. I, well, didn't both of us, like, didn't we both kind of, like, free? we shared about this, like, a while after that we both kind of freaked <laughs> yeah. out. Like, did I just share too much? Like, yeah, did what, I overshare? Yeah, but then she a little overshared. So it's, I think we're okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, and then the rest is history. It is. Yeah. Um. Well, this was lovely. This was. I think we crushed it. Mm-hmm. We did. I'm excited to continue this topic of friendship. Um, kind of our whole point. Obviously, we've shared our views on small talk, but really our main point is that we both feel that small talk prevents deep friendships mm-hmm. and relationships mm-hmm. from forming. And so our our whole purpose and our friendship is to continue to have 
deep conversations. And we're hoping that this podcast sparks conversation and Mm -hmm. like, we genuinely would love to hear from our listeners and would love to hear what questions or thoughts you have. And, um, you know, if there's any opinions that you have about small Mm. talk, like maybe you think small talk is really valuable. Maybe you think it's useful to form deep friendships. Like, again, we're not experts. Like Mm -hmm. we're very willing to admit that we're wrong. This is our opinion. And so if you disagree, we'd love to hear it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to continue the friendship conversation. So listen in next week because we're going to talk about uh, what is a friend, in our opinion, defining it, and uh, expectations of friendships Oof. and relationships. Um, Yikes. So, yeah. Check us out. Thanks for joining us and uh, tune in next time. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>